The Eddie B. Sit edition, an audio series of the Talmud Bavli. Masechet Ketubot has been dedicated by our dear friend Mr. Elliot Shasho. Hashem Yishmineu Vehayehu. May the Zikrut of the Limud of Masechet Ketubot stand for him that he should have Be'ajat Hashem, Ashana Tovam Borechet, Osher Ve'osher Ve'chavod, Shalom Bayit, Ve'atzlacha Be'chol Ma'asei Yadav, and Be'ajat Hashem may he continue to be a supporter of Torah and all holy uh, projects. Amen. Today's daffodil has been dedicated by Miriam and Steve Spear in memory of those murdered on 9-11. May their memories be blessing to us and in honor of those who tried to save them. May their actions be an inspiration. Yehizikram Baruch. Amen. Today's daf is being studied the Anin Shmat Abraham ben Esther Ruach Hashem Tinehanu Began Eden Amen. Today's daf is being studied the Rufu Ashinema Yosef ben Sarah Rahamim ben Adel Me Sarah Bat Rahel. In the Refanadahim, in the Refanadahim, in the Refanadahim for the Nebuch of what I go for. Urfu Atam Kerubala Bavikini Rasul Nomar Amen. We begin today's daf. On Yud Amud Rishon, starting right at the top line, with the words Itmar. We learned on yesterday's daf, we had a statement of Rabbi Yehuda, the name of Shemuel. <coughs> so he came along and said that if a person comes along to Beddin and he has a ta'anan, he says, Petah Patuah Matsati. He says, I found that the Petah uh, was opened, right, and the wife that he married. So not only is he believed, Enough to, that she becomes forbidden on him, which we learned that's the law of Shabia and Nafsheh Hatichad Isura, and he's able to osir her on himself, but also she is Mafseed the Ketubah. She also loses her Ketubah payment. The law is that if a lady is not faithful, so then she does not get a Ketubah payment. So the Hadush is not only is he an Iman to osir her on himself, but he's also an Iman, the Gabeh said Ketubah. So the Gemara now is going to analyze that last point. Why is he believed in the extent where she loses her ketubah? Itmar, Amar, Abn Ahmar, Amar, Shemuel, Bishum, the Bishum, Abn Ahazar, Hachamim, Teknu, Lahem, Lebnot, Yisrael, Lebtula, Matayim, Almana, Maneh. Which means, <coughs> this whole establishment of a ketubah, that what, and in the case of a divorce or death, that the lady gets a payment, that is all the takana of the Hachamim. Or rabbinical, the deen of a ketubah. That what? The bitula gets 200 zoos, and the almana gets 100 zoos. That's a rabbinical enactment. <laughs> so the same rabbis that established ketubah, they're the same rabbis that what? Believe him, she'im amar peta patuach matzati, ne'eman. Which means, since it's only a rabbinical enactment, we can use the rule of hem amru, vehem amru. The same rabbis that said, that she gets a ketubah, are the same rabbis that can say, we're taking away your ketubah. Mm-hmm. But if ketubah was the oraita, if it was a Torah, or that she gets the 200, then the, rabbi, the rabbis would not come along now, and take away the payment of the ketubah. Look at the top rashi. Hakamim teknu isha kilomar. Iyavai ketubah, ta de oraita, if her ketubah would indeed be mid oraita, loavi ne'eman lafki'ah, ela bi'adut yidu'ah. The only way we'd get rid of the ketubah payment is with, with witnesses, which means two witnesses come along and say that she was unfaithful. 
אבל כתובת החכמים תקנועה. The rabbis established כתובה, therefore הם אמרו והם אמרו. הם שתקנועה אמרו שהוא נאמן נפסידה אף בטענת פתע פתועה. The same rabbis are the ones that said that when he says פתע פתועה, he's going to be נאמן to מפסיד. אבל אז, אם כן, if you tell me that the rabbis have the ability to put the ketubah, ma'a u'idu hachamim b'takanatam, what did the rabbis gain in their takana? Which means, any guy can come along now with this ta'ana. The whole reason why, why, why they made a ketubah is they don't want to make it easy for the guy to get divorced. The guy knows he has to make a payment, so therefore he's going to think twice before he gets divorced. It's a, it's a safety feature to keep the marriage intact. The guy knows that once he gets divorced, he has to pay. So the Gemara says, if, if it's so easy to get rid of the ketubah, all the guys got to come to Betin and say, and they go to Ketubah. So, what did the rabbis gain in such a takana? Amaravar, but in this case, it's different. Hazaka in Adam Toreh Besuda, who mafsida. Which means a person is not going to toil to make a sauda and then what? And lose it. Which means this guy over here got married, we said, on a Wednesday, let's say, right? So, he made the wedding and everything. He spent a lot of money. Now, Thursday morning, he's coming to Betin, Peta Patua Matsati. What is he saying? Out. She's a surat to me. It's over. Now, is a guy going to lie in such a case? We say no. Guy's going to tell the truth. He invested too much the night before in the Sauda. In Adam, Toreh the Sauda, a guy doesn't invest in the Sauda, and then what? Mafsida. If he wanted to get rid of her, he would have divorced her the day before, but went from the Lucene. It wouldn't have cost him anything. It would have been over. So, Ela, in this case over here, we give him a. Meaning, only in this case. If the guy comes a couple of days later, and he comes along and says, He's not the man to Mafsida the Ketubah. Because then I'll come along and say that he's making up stories, he's angry at her, and he's fabricating. But so long as it's the next day after the Hatuna, Hachamim gave, gave him a Ne'emanut. So therefore, The Takanah Ketubah is intact. It's just in this case over here, since he came immediately after the wedding, he used this Sevarab saying that he's not going to waste his uh, money in the Sa'udah. Therefore, he is Ne'eman Tana. We have a statement to Il Viknas Hachamimum. Now, since the Ketubah is a Knas of the Hachamim, now, this word Knas over here is like a love dafka. It's not really a penalty. It's more like it's a Takana of the Hachamim. The Hachamim made a Takana that what? To give the uh, lady a Ketubah, Lord Tigbeh. Ela mina ziburit, which means uh, she should get paid from ziburit. Normally, we have a law that if a person is owed money, let's say mina uh, Torah legally, so already he can get payment from the edit. Edit is the best quality of the fields, the top A quality. But since it's only rabbinical, and she comes along and she wants ketubah, she can't come along and say, "I want edit property. I want the best property." The guy come along and say, "I'll give you the fair value of the ketubah, but I can pay you from even ziburit." The weight is the um, the inferior quality. So the Gemara says, Kenasa, you're calling a ketubah kenas. It's a penalty. My kenasa. What's the kenas? What did the husband do that you're giving him a kenas? What's the penalty? He got married and then they're getting divorced. It's a penalty. That's the point. Like we explained. When it says kenas, it doesn't mean a penalty. It means since it's a rabbinical enactment, so if you only get paid from ziburit, right? She cannot claim, I want edit, I want benonit, I want the mediocre. No. She gets the most inferior field. Of course, with the same uh, value 
of whatever is matayim two hundred zuz if she's a betula. Rabban Shmuel Gamliel Omer, Rabban Shmuel Gamliel holds ketubat isha min Torah. Oh, so everybody have a machloket. We see Rabban Shmuel Gamliel says this vinyan of a ketubah that the lady gets two hundred zuz. That's already a Torah law. The Kabbalah asks, "Who me amar Rabban Shmuel Gamliel acher?" Did indeed the Rabban Shmuel Gamliel say that ketubah do raita ve'atanya ve'vebraita ve'chesef yishkol. Kemoar habetulot. Now, literally, pasuk means, and she will get money. This lady, we'll see which lady we're talking about. Kemoar habetulot, like the settlement that betulot get. So there's another lady that gets a payment like a betula gets. Now, what is it referring to? So that she tells us, Kemoar habetulot, or kesef yishkol b'mfute ne'emar. We're talking about a case of here of a fellow that seduced a lady. That's a mefute. So there's a certain amount of money that uh, she has to pay if there was a mefute somebody. So it says, Kesef Yishko mefute ne'emar, Kemoar betulot ha'amur b'me'anes et ha-betula. Oh, which means when a person rapes a betula, there's a certain amount of money. How much does he have to pay? Kansua katuv nun kesef b'shvin mo'ar betula. So by anus... Well, Anusa, it says what? 50. So it says, in this case, over by Mifute, he also has to pay, the amount of money that what? That a person would have to pay when he went with a Betula. So the Gemara says, Now, Now, and Moara Betulot, the amount of a Betula is going to be like this, so that she, she is Right, the Torah has now made a hekesh between the knas that a mifateh pays, the knas ha'ones. Ma'ala'alan Just like by ones, we know it's fifty. Afghan, so to buy mifateh, fifty. Uma kesef amurkan shekalim. Now we know by mifateh, the Torah says that the payment is shekalim. Tichtiv yishkol. Afghan, Alan, Shikalim. So to my honest it is Shikalim. They don't tell Maot. There's different type of coins. So Shikalim. So there was fifty Shikalim. How much is fifty Shikalim equal? Each shekel is four zoos. So therefore, fifty shekel is Matayim zoos. So therefore they're saying Kemoara Bitulot, like the price that you would pay for a bitula. So there we want to see that what? It must be there's a payment for a bitula. What's the payment for a bitula? 50 kesef, which is 200 zoos. If we see the zinyan of ketubah, medeoraita. Mikan samchu hachamim nechtubat isham natura. From here the rabbis rely and establish that ketubah is indeed medeoraita. So let's review again. We have a shitav, we have tanakaman in a braita. Yavaran says ketubat isha is deoraita. Because the Torah says, by mefute, you'll pay kemwara betulot. Yishkol, shikalim, amni shikalim. Well, Kemar Betulot is written by Ones. Mm-hmm. By Ones, it says, what if they rapes the lady, they have to pay 50. But now we know that 50 is 50 Shekalim, and that's considered Muara Betulot, the settlement that he makes with a Betula. Also, you see that what is a certain payment that he gave to a Betula. Why? So then we see that there's a Yanav Ketubah as well. That just like there's a Muara Betulot, the settlement you make with the Betulot, there's also a settlement that you make with when you marry a Betula. And that's called Ketubah. 50 Kesef would be. 200 zoos. Rabban Shemom Gamliel Omer, Ketubat Isha Ena Medevre Torah. Rabban Shemom Gamliel says, No. Ketubat is only with Rabbanan. Ela Medevre Sofrim. So we have a question. We just came along and said that Rabban Shemom Gamliel says, De Oraita. Now we're quoting a bright that says it's with Rabbanan. We have a contradiction. Kabbalah says, Ipuch. 
Right, switch it around. Which means take the bride that we just quoted, switch the sheet around. So make Laban Shimon Gamliel the opinion that says it's Midoraita, and therefore it's consistent. So give us Umay Hazita Apach Batraita Ipuch Kamaita. Who told you to switch the last statement of Laban Shimon Gamliel? Switch the first statement. Which maybe Laban Shimon Gamliel holds it's Rabbanan. Keep the bride intact. And then maybe uh, Rabbi Shua's first statement is different. We heard explicitly from Rabbi Shua Gamliel the Amar Ketubat Isha Medoraita. We know explicitly he holds that it's the Oraita. How did not? We have a Mishnah. Rabbi Shua Gamliel Omer Noten La Mimaot Kaputkia. You give her from the monies of Kaputkia. Kaputkia is the name of a place. And what is this talking about? So look at Ashi. Noten La Mimaot Kaputkia. That she just before that mikan samkum midikari la mohar from the fact that it says in the pasuk mohar abetulot mohar means the settlement that you give to betulot so therefore it's much better there's a there's a settlement that betulot got that's talking about the ketuba noten la mimaot kaput kia what's the case the perik batrat and anasa isha beeris israel guy got married let's say in Israel vigirsha be kaput kia but he divorced her in kaput kia it's a different place noten la mimaot eris israel shen kalot he pays her from the cheaper currency. Now he has to pay Ketubah. So now he's a Kaputka. Kaputka has one currency, but it's an expensive currency. So the, the Gabarat says over there, can get off cheap. He can pay out with the cheaper currency from Eretz Yisrael. The opposite case. Guy got married in Kaputka. Also, they always go lenient. So wherever the cheaper currency is, he gives uh, that amount. The money that's written in the Ketubah, the amount, that's the shita after the kama. Rabban Shimon Megamniel Omer noten la mimaot kaputkiya. He says no. You always have to give the higher amount, which is the higher currency. Shemistabed ben kishar melved kasavar ketubah deoraita. The regular case where a guy owes money, you have to pay according to the to, 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 to the stronger currency. And then for this case over here, it's a, it's a deoraita. So you see the ban Shimon Megamniel from the fact that he says you pay according to the kaputkiya currency. Which is this, the, the more expensive currency must be yields as the right, and that's why he's being mahmir. Mm-hmm. So therefore, we're forced to say that we're going to switch the Braita that make a bunch consistent that he holds that ketubat isha is indeed the oraita. Or I could say like this: Really, I'll tell you a bunch like we said holds the oraita, and the Braita over there that you quoted two shitot that one says the rabbanah, one says the oraita is not two shitot. That whole Baraita is really going according to the Banshim on Ben Gamliel. How? The Baraita was missing some words. And read it like this. Which means, you're right, that from the fact that it says Moad Betulot, Moad Betulot teaches us what? That Ketubah is indeed the Oraita. However, Ketubat Almana in a Medivre Torah. A Ketubah of a widow. Is not in the Torah. Ela medavre sofrim. Sheraban shemon begamli elomer ketubat almana. Ela medavre Torah. Ela medavre sofrim. Which means that which Sheraban shemon going to say in the Brayta that ketubas drabanan that was on an almanas ketuba. And therefore the Brayta is all lashvag. The Brayta saying ketubas the Oraita, but an almanas ketubas drabanan because Sheraban shemon going to say that ketubas an almanas drabanan. So therefore we don't have to change anything. So all the Sheraban shemon the El and he indeed holds the ketubas is. They write the halakha l'maaseh. Maran is posek that ketubah this manazeh is midrabanan. In the payment of the ketubah, that is a takana of the hachaim even by a betula. Ha'hu de'atal kamed rab nachman. 
Okay, you have a guy, came in front of Razachman. Amar so he tells the rabbi, Petach Patuach Matzati. So I found Petach Patuach. Amar Leh, Azbu Chufre. Go take the sticks with the uh, thorns in them, and give him a balkut. Whip the guy. She says, Azbu Chufre, Halku Malkuyot, Bimaklot, with sticks, Haruyot Shaddekin. Meaning of the palm tree, she has them oxen. Have like uh, thorns in them. Came in kotzim. Why? Want to beat them up? Me barchata havitale. What does that mean? Me barchata havitale. Rashi. Zonot ha'ir azot shishma me barchata. The zonot of this city that's called me barchata. I came from a city called me barchata. Habutot v'shukvot tamid lefanav l'znut. Must be this guy already sleeping with the zonot. Why? Which means, how does this guy know what Petah Patua is? This guy, if he knows what Petah Patua is, it must be the guy's expert. Then he's just fooling around. So therefore, beat him up. So we gave him Malkut. That was Rav Nachman. So Kamzah says, I told Rav Nachman, somebody's believed. When a guy comes up and says, Petah Patua Matzati, he's believed to be Osev on himself. And not only that, we said that he's even believed to Mafsid, Ketubah. Now you tell me you beat the guy up? So Gabriel says, yeah. Mehiman, who must be the Chufre. He's believed. But he says, but you beat him up because of his, uh, because of his behavior, because, uh, he was, because of what he's doing over here. Comes Gabriel and says, Rabbacha, Meshane, Rabbacha, gives a different answer. He says, Kan bebachur, Kan benasui. He makes a haluk, he says, listen, there's a difference between a bachur and a nasui. If the guy's married already, okay, so now he comes, he was married. So he has a little experience, he knows what Petah Patua is, what not. In that case over here, it's fine. But in this case over we beat him up because he's a bachur. Bachur, he was never married before. So it must be, he was going with zonot. So therefore, that's why we uh, make a difference between a bachur and a nasui. Comes again what Ron says... Which means, who told you that it was Petah Patuah? Maybe there was Hataya. What is Hataya? Rashi says, Rashi is really in the Masha, which we'll see in a second. But what he means is, a person, uh, when he goes in, so there's a blockage over there. That's where the, the betulin is, let's say, right? So it's maybe the peta patua that you found because you, you went around it. And therefore, who says it was peta patua? Maybe you were able to make such a bi'ah where you went around it. The Gemara gives a mashal. What is it analogous to? I was walking in the dark, pitch black. Right? So what happened? She says, He got to his house, let's say, to the door. The door was locked. The yes, what the var me'akibom in the ftar? There's like something blocking it, so he can't open the door. So what does he do? Uchshematin or tosdin niftah, which is he walks around. He walks around the impediment, and he's able to open the door. So it says mitzopatuah. Sorry, hita mitzopatuah. If he goes around, so he's able to find it open. Lo hita, but if he doesn't go, he goes straight. Mitzonaul. So therefore, are you sure that what you're saying? You're saying petapatuah. Maybe, uh, maybe you went around. And therefore you have no raya that's a peta patuah. Ikad amni, some say a little bit. amar le shema b'mezidet ita, which means like this. According to this version over here, hataya doesn't happen by mistake. The only way hataya is happening is if you did it b'mezid. You have to have it in mind to do it. It's not going to happen by itself. So it does. Maybe b'mezid when you had to be uh, on purpose. You went uh, around ve'akart le dasha ve'avra. 
And when you do it in that way over there, what happens is, you're able to uproot the whole Betulim, and there's no blood, no nothing. Which means, in, a, in that way of a Bi'ah, it's possible there won't be any blood, and just the whole thing is just becomes uprooted, because of the, I guess, the, 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 the angle or the strength. Look at Ashi. Ika da Amri. Without Kavanah, not going to happen. Velo Amnan Shema Ita. Which means you uprooted the dasha v'abra is like the, the whole threshold, the, the, or, or the door and the, uh, the, the the door and the lock. I mean, you took the whole thing off. You uprooted the door with the whole thing, which means that's why you didn't see anything. Yani the whole thing came out. What is it like? Guys working in the pitch black. Which means if he goes around on purpose, he can get into the door. And he goes into the door, the door is locked, right? So he goes around, so he's like at an angle, so he can go in. But if he doesn't uh, make ataya, what's going to happen? It's going to end up being uh, locked. Okay. In any event, these were the, uh, these were the episodes over here that we see in the... Now it's worthy just to see one of the shittot over here of the uh... yeah. Let's go slowly, and this case will be of Rav Nachman. You know, one step at a time. He had the case over here where the guy came along and said Peter Patuach Matzati. So what did the rabbi do? He beat him up. He gave him malkut. So Rashi explained why did he give him malkut? Because he's coming along and saying I'm a baki in Peter Patuach. The only way it can be a baki in Petapatua is a guy who's making Be'ilat uh, Znut. So therefore, he beat him up for... Be'barcheta. Uh, Be'barcheta, I mean, he came from the city of Barcheta when he was Zorot over there. Habit Alei gave him the Malkut. Uh, okay, that's the simple interpretation of Rashi. So he says over here, Mashma Medvara, from Rashi it's Mashma, Shebe'emet ne'eman beta'anato. Meaning, we believe what he said. Elashishlal <laughs> The reason why you're hitting him is because he's Motsi Shemra. He's uh, speaking uh, lies on Benot Yisraeli. He learns it as a question. What are we going You think this guy went with uh, Zonot and he knows what he's doing? He doesn't know what he's saying. Meaning it's rhetorical. And then what, are you, what are you lashing him for? Because he's Motsi La Hazal Benot Yisrael. Guys coming along and saying false claims. You know what you're talking about. Oh, so comes the Gemara and says, So the Gemara says, What do you mean? But uh, he's believed. So the Gemara answers, He's believed. But what? <coughs> but you gotta, you gotta hit him. So according to Rashi, we understand. Which means, above, it just said Ne'eman, it didn't say you beat him up. So the Gemara answers, That's what it meant. He's believed. But you beat him up also, you have to give him a makut. So for Ashi, we understand the Gemara's uh, back and forth. But according to the Tosafot, the Gemara's saying like this. <coughs> a simple question. Over there above you said, he's Ne'eman. What is his petapatoa? Here you're saying, he's not Ne'eman. Here you're saying, the reason why you're giving him whips, because he's making la'az on uh, Benot Yisrael. So he says, 
מקשה הגמרא שנאמן, אמר רב נחמן שנאמן, וכמה מתפלל שאין לו נאמן, ותמצאו שאכן נאמן. תבין, יאפת עשה, היא איזה נאמן. הוא מלכין אותו על כן שהוא בקי ורגיל בזה, שיכול הוא לטעון פתע פתוח. זה נקרא מקרזור אינסס, תבין, היא איזה נאמן, וגם אז פעם אין סקוד את הספורט, but the reason why he went because he must be רגיל and know what he's doing. Now the advice is over here, שלמרות שמלכין אותו על טענה זו, even though you're giving him מלכות in this case, אין לחשוש שימנע מלבוא לטעון כן. Wow, which means now by giving the guy מלכות, Maybe the guy is not going to come and claim because he's scared that he's going to get whipped. And now what's going to end up happening? There's going to be a really a peta patuah. And he's not going to come to Bedin because he don't want to get beat up. So the Ritbaz says, uh, if there's a real peta patuah, I don't care. He's going to come to the Bedin. Even if he has to take a whipping, he'll come to Bedin. It's not going to refrain him from, uh, from showing up. Now, the next case was with Rabban Gamliel, right? The guy came to Rabban Gamliel and told him, Peta Patua Matzati. So where did he come along and say, Shema Etita? Maybe you, uh, maybe you went around, all that stuff over there. So now, the Ritbar writes like this. When a guy says, Peta Patua, he's Ne'eman. So why is the rabbi starting to ask him all sorts of questions? Maybe he did this, maybe he did that. Peta Patua, for this, we don't uh, have to suspect. So he says over here, like this. למרות שאדם נאמן לטעון פתח פתוח מצאתי לאסור עצמו, מדובר כאן באשת ישראל. אשת ישראל, אם אתם זוכרים, היינו It should be uh, permissible. So the Dibar says that was the case. When the guy came along and said, He has no claim. Which means, the rabbi knew the law is, there's no claim in it. Go home, you'd be married. So the rabbi was just trying to appease the guy. The guy saying, So no, 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 maybe, maybe you're angled, maybe you're circumvented in some way over there. Because the Dibar is asking a strong question. What, what is he saying? The bunch of girls should say, when a guy comes to the bed and says, Peta Patua Matzati, he should say, Okay, Ne'eman. Yeah, right. When do we say Ne'eman? I'll tell you in a regular case, Eshet Kohen. Where there you only have one Sefeq. But in this case, we really there was a Sefeq, Sefeq out working. So therefore, the Ritbah wants to say, that's why he tried to just tell him, uh, go home. But the guy go home, I, I, I was giving a claim. So he said, okay, don't worry, maybe you went uh, this way, that way, and therefore in order to, to appease him. That's uh, one way. Ve'od Pirish. And then he comes along and gives an interpretation. Which means, this is even a regular case. The case was Eshet uh, Kohen. And therefore, really, when you say Petah Batuah, it's one Safek, and therefore she is Asura. So does he ask him questions? She's not going to ask him questions. Maybe, maybe he is a Baki, this guy in Hataya, and therefore she's not Asura him. So therefore, you have to grill the uh, guy anyway. Stop to ask him the questions. Maybe, uh, maybe he knows what he's doing, and therefore uh, she's not a surah. So therefore, he was just uh, asking. That's the bag gives two interpretations. Comes again when I get the news. Okay, guy came in front of Rabban Gamliel, the son of Rabbi. Amar le'e tells him Rabbi ba'ati v'lo matzati dam. Oh, he gives a strong claim. So I had the bi'ah, and there was no blood. That's it, Peta Patuah. This is a stronger claim. He's coming on saying there was no, uh, there's no blood. So what happens? Amralo Rabbi Betulah Haiti. She comes along and says, I don't know what he's talking about. I'm a Betulah. Amalahem avi uli otosudar. Bring me the sheet. The sheet, either the sheet of the bed, or that they used to, to clean up after the bi'ah. 
We'll see if there's uh, blood on the sheet. Obviously, the blood wasn't uh, exposed. Otherwise, the guy would say there was blood. Yeah. Right? So it says, they gave the rabbi the sudar. He soaked it in the uh, water. He washed it. And all of a sudden they saw some spots of blood. That she says that there was zera on the cloth, and therefore the zera was covering the blood. So the rabbi said, give me the cloth, he soaked it in the water, he cleaned it, when he took it out of the water, all of a sudden the zera was off, now already he saw spots of blood. Go and acquire your acquisition. Which means that you're married. Go, it's fine. She's a bit go, go, go take your acquisition. It's not a problem. So he says, listen, they did that in Eretz Israel. We're also going to do this in Bavel. When the lady uh, comes over here with this claim, when the guy comes with this claim, so we'll take the uh, Sudan, we'll soak it up, and uh, we'll figure it out. It's not going to work in Bavel. You know why? Very important rule. In Eretz Israel, the water was very, very clean water. So the way they would clean garments is they would just have to soak it in the water. And the water was so good, we would clean the garments. But in Bavel, you needed two processes. You needed kibbutz, followed by gihutz. Kibbutz is soaking it in the water, you know what the detergent on that. Then you had to, like, press it. They would take a stone, and they would press it in order to get the, uh, the stains out. Now, when you do a kibbutz in a, uh, uh, in a gihutz, in this case over here, it's problematic. Why? Because when you make the gihuds, it's going to take off the stain. So you saying it's not going to work in Bavir, this trick. Because I, the only way you clean garments in Bavir is you got to soak it, and then you got to press it with the stone. So the stone's going to take off the, the blood. So therefore, you're going to defeat the purpose. So he comes along and says, The gihuds shedanu, our gihuds followed by kibus, is kibus shedahim alone. The yamat, the abed gihuds, and if you could say to make a gihuds, what's going to happen? Ma'avira le humreta. Humreta is the stone. The stone that they used to press in is going to take off the, the blood, and therefore it's not going to be a good uh, a good process. testing, and therefore you cannot do this process in Bavel. Mm-hmm. Okay, Rabbi, no so he said, bring me two shefahot, two maids. Goyot. One bring me and bring me one be'ula. He brought them to him. He put them both, he brought the shefahot, who sit on a barrel of wine. She said, if a lady's not a bitula, what happens? The smell of the wine goes through her body. And goes all the way in her system and comes out of her mouth. You could smell the wine because it's all open. So therefore, how do you test if a lady's a bit too loud? Put them on the barrel of wine. So a beula, like we learned the Masechet Yibamotis, that what the smell comes out. Bitula in the Hanodef. So first of all, he tested it out with the two shifahot. After he saw it worked, Abzu shiva. So he told the lady over here, okay, you say you're a bitula, sit on the barrel of wine over here. ayari Hanodef. And the smell did not come out. Therefore, why? We must, she must be a betula. Mm-hmm. So the Gemara says, Amar lo, lech zakebi mekhacha. Go, go, she's, go take the acquisition. No problem, she's a betula. So the Gemara asks, Vinibdok me'ikara begava. Why didn't you go test her straight? Well, you have to be in the two shifahot. He didn't break it. He didn't break the uh, betulin. He, he didn't break the betulin. He went around. 
And now, the question of the Gemara is, why don't you test us straight? Well, you have to be two sefaot, and do the barrel uh, thing, and then go bring her. So the Gemara says, Gamra Which means, Rabban, the Gemara says that Rabban Gamliel, he heard this tradition of the barrel, that it checks out who's a bitulan who's not. But he never tried it. And therefore, Dilma lo milta Shapir. He thought maybe he's not going to have to do it. And therefore, he wanted to test it out first to see if it works. He doesn't want to test it out on Benot Israel. This uh, thing over exactly first he put two shifarot to make sure he knows how to do the system. He had a tradition. He heard that there's a betula. You put her on the barrel and they hano there. You know what? I don't want to try the benoy. It's not nice. Let me try it on shifarot first. Once he has it down pat, I now bring the uh, betula. Put her on the barrel. Then you see already uh, it worked. Hahu de atal kamed rabban gavliel zaken. Guy came in front of rabban gavliel zaken. Amalo rabbi baalti velo matzati dam. Okay, he had a bi'an, he didn't find uh, blood. Right? Amra lo, Rabbi, his rabbi, mimishpaqad durkati ani. So I come from the family of durkati. She'en lahem lo dam nida velo dam betulin. That family over there, they didn't have blood. That was their, 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 their genes. There was no blood in these families. She says, what do you want? I'm from the durkati families. We have no blood. Not nida blood and not betulin blood. Badak rabak yom krobotiha. So he did an investigation on the relatives, where she's from. And he found that really she was right. Go and acquire your acquisition. She's fine. You're lucky that you were zocher to marry from the Mishpah Durkati. We'll see why. Gemara says, my Durkati. Why is the family called the Durkati family? So the Gemara says, Dor Katua. Durkatum is a generation that is cut because they can't have children. Because uh, if a person doesn't have the lady doesn't have the da, that means she's not fertile. She cannot have children. So they would call them Durkati, meaning Dor Katua, the generation that is cut because they cannot uh, they cannot perpetuate. Now she says she name Lord Damidav Lodambitulin. They have no Dambitulah Lodambitulim, which means Gabara is saying that what? They katua from blood. They have no blood. Amar Bihanina Tanhumim Shalevil Nihamo. Which means, what, what, what kind of consolation did he tell him? This is a consolation of heaven. This is a, what kind of consolation is. Why? Just like we say yeast is good for dough. So to the blood is good for a lady. She the, the more blood a lady has, the more fertile she is. So then what is he saying? What do you mean Ashleka? What kind of Tarumim is that? There's no Tarumim. Any lady that has a lot of blood, Baneha Mirubim. No, they can have a lot of children. So Gabriel says, Itmar, Rabbi and Miyabar, Abba Amar, Zakeb Mikhacha. One rabbi says that the story went that he told them, uh, Go acquire your acquisition. Amar there, he told them. He told them that what? That it is, it is, it is not beneficial to you, this, um, this Mekah. So look what the rabbi told them. Some say he told them, it's privileged. Yeah, you have uh, this, uh, this acquisition. And some said, not that you're guilty. Hayab means the meaning it's to your, uh, to your detriment 
that what? That you married such a uh, girl. And both are saying she's permissible. Yeah. But what's one rabbi, uh, one version is it's a privilege, and one saying it's a detriment. So Amale, According to the opinion that says he was saying it's a detriment that you married her, we understand why. There's no blood, there's no children. So he was saying, well, you got uh, messed up over You married the Durkati family, there's no children over here. But according to the opinion that says it's privilege, what's the chuta that's a marriage girl? Because she'll never come to Safek Nida, because she doesn't see blood. And therefore, you don't have to worry about Isud Karet. Which means if a person has a wife and she's a fake so he maybe rationalizes and all that, so what's going to end up happening? If he goes with her, so there was a shrecha. You're lucky. You'll never have a situation of safek uh, nida. There was always permissible to you. Then we have no problem of karet. So in that sense, he was saying he has a uh, he has a zechut. She has no dam nida. She has no dam betuli. Ahu Rabbi. Okay, guy came in front of uh, Rabbi. Amar le Rabbi. Ba'alti velo masati dam. Okay, comes along and says, I had the bi'ah, no blood. Amra lo the bi'ah, da'im betula ani. She comes along and says, what do you know, Tanya, I'm still betula. Vishneh batsoret haba. The Gemara says that it was years of famine. Ra'ar bishpinehem shechorim. So when he looked at them, he saw their faces were black from the famine. They were malnutrition. Go to the bathhouse first and he gave them, uh, wash them up with hot water. He gave them a good meal. And he gave them the drink. Then he put them in a side room. All of a sudden, that of blood was there. Go take your acquisition. He read on them the following pasuk. Pasuk says in Megillat Echa, Safad Olam al Atzmam, which literally means their flesh clung to their bones, Yaveshayakaitz, was dry like a piece of wood, which means when a person is malnutrition, so therefore the blood dries up. It means it becomes uh, famished, so there's no doubt. The, 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 the flesh sticks to the bones. Therefore, he gave him something to eat, her and him something to eat and all that. Now, already the blood was able to uh, come out. So, therefore, she was able to. The face was black. From uh, starving, hunger. So, Dunash. Dunash was one of the Mefarshim. Dunash, Pirish, Kemot Dabak Oram. Their flesh is stuck to their bones. She's a different interpreter. Shahar Oram. Meaning their flesh has become blackened because of the starvation. Now, Betula Ketubata Matayim. A Betula, how much is a Ketuba? 200 zoos. They put in the Ketuba in case there's going to be a divorce or death, she can go get married to somebody else. So therefore she has to, she gets 200. The Almana Maneh. Almana, how much does she get? 100. Okay? Betula almana girusha vahalutza mena erusin kitubatan mataim veshlaim tarat betulim. If she's a betula, what type of betula? She could be a betula that's almana. How can she be a betula almana? Let's say she was a betula and they got erusin. Okay? 
and then of a sudden he died. So she's a betula almana, girusha. Oh, she's a betula that is a girusha. She's they got engaged and uh, he got divorced. Vahalutsa, right? Well, she's a halutsa, which means she's a betula. She felt the boom. The brother made a halitza. Uh, she's still a betula. Mina irusin. All these cases are from irusin. So therefore, she's still a betula. She doesn't have a status of an almana now or a divorcee. Therefore, ketubatan. The ketubah is still 200. Which means, and the husband can have a that she wasn't a betula. When we say betula, almana, she still didn't have a betula, not an almana. Betula, almana, grusha. Ben betula, she almana, or girusha, or alutza, men erusin. She got remarried. The ketubah from the second husband is what? Matayim. She never got betulah in the second. Right? Because she's betulah. Ve'yesh dem ta'ra betulim. Im lo matzah ha'sheni betulah. Right? It's not that the second guy didn't find the betulim. Abda kol ketubah. She loses the whole ketubah. Why? The mekah ta'uti lo. He thought she was a betulah. Now he's coming along and says no betulim. So therefore it's mekah ta'uti. Therefore no payment or nothing. Comes Kabbalah and says, My almana. Which means, why do they call an almana an almana? I'm as a widow. Where do they get this word, the almana? Amar of Hana Baghdad Ta'a. So of Hana from Baghdad said, almana al shem mana. Because how much is a ketubah? Mana. So therefore, almana mana. I mean, the one that gets a mana, when it gets a hundred. So therefore, the name almana came from the amount that's in her ketubah. So give us hold it. Almana mina irusin ma'ika de mimar. Well, that doesn't explain all that. We just gave a case which could be an almana or the betula. Let's say she's an almana from the irusin. Right? And then she gets 200. So therefore, the, the word almana doesn't fit. So give us Aidi da karila almana hana mi karila almana. Which means, since the regular almana, which is a lady that uh, her husband dies after they get married, so therefore it called her an almana also. But the real almana is the almana that. Uh, you know, that uh, lost her uh, betulin, got married. So whatever we call them all almanot. Kabbalah hold it. Almana dikhtiva beoraita ma'ika lememar. Which means we, we have the word almana as written in the Torah. Now, what, what are you going to say over here? Which means, if you're telling me that the ketubah of an almana, which we know is banan, so therefore, the Torah already called it almana. I thought that was, wasn't until the times of the rabbis. That they made the takana for an almana that she gets some money in the ketubah. Mm-hmm. But already that word almana was around from the Torah's uh, time. So the Gabbara says, mm-hmm. Well, the Torah knows what's going to happen. So the Torah is calling her an almana because they know that one day the rabbis are going to establish a hundred. So the Torah calls almana. What well, does the Torah write something that's going to happen in the future? Gabbara says, In. Yes, it does. It's talking about the rivers uh, in the time of uh, Gan Eden. So, so one of the three, four rivers was called Hidekel. Hidekel is the Tigris River. So it says, That was the river that was east of Ashur. Now, what was Ashur? Ashur referred to the city that was called Selika. Okay, there was a stranger. Now, now Selika was not around at the time of Gan Eden. No. And the Pasuk is telling us that this Haidekel river is east of a city that wasn't even around. So give us Umiyah, was Slika around at the time? Ela Da'atida. 
Ela what? In the future, the Torah knows that that's going to be east of Slika. So the Fachaname de Atida. So if also, it's the same, uh, it's the same thing. Atida. Almana, because the Torah knows that the rabbis are going to establish a, uh, Almana. Okay? Tosfot just explains over here. Betar Rav Yosef Ashur Zu Slika. Umi Havai. Pirush be contras. Umi Havai. Bibriat Olam. Good. Where was there, uh, was it around? Now, which means Rabbi Yosef came along and said, Ashur is Slika. Mm. Why don't you just ask before you get to Rabbi Yosef? Just say, was Ashur around? What did Rabbi Yosef to add to this question? And you saw Ashur is Slika. What about Ashur? Was Ashur around in times of uh, Gen'ayden? I can tell you that Ashur is the name of the region. I can tell you that when God created the world, there was a certain region that was called Ashur. Therefore, the question is not from the Ashur, because Ashur I can tell you it's the name of a region. But Abu Yosef says, no, this Ashur in the Pasur is referring to a specific city called Selika. And Selika was not around at the time of Biriyat Ha'olam. Good? Abal Kasheh. But that's what has a question. So the question is, the mighty Ashur. Which means, at the time the Torah was given, there was already Ashur. So that, what's, what's the question? Which means, Almana was not around even in the times of Moshe. Because Almana, there was the rabbis established Almana. So that's a good question. Ashur, when Moshe wrote the Torah, there was a place already called Ashur. So again, you have to say that, again, there was already the region of Ashur in the time of Moshe, but Slika was not even in the rounds of the time of Moshe. Slika didn't come until after. So then we see the Torah, even if you want to go at the time of Moshe Rabbeinu, Slika still wasn't around. So you want to go from the time of Riyat Ha'olam, there was no Slika. You want to go from the time of Moshe, there was no Slika. So the Torah is writing Kidmat Ashur, something that is... Futuristic. Mm. So they put the same thing over here by Almanah. It's right in the future. Comes the Gemara and says, "V'amar Rabbanu Baghdad Ta'ah." Rabbanu Baghdad Ta'ah from Baghdad. He said, "Matar." Why do they call rain matar? I put a mem. What's the mem matar? So meshke because it waters. Marve. It saturates the ground. Mizabel. It fertilizes the ground. Me'adain, it causes the fruit to have a luster. Ummamshikh, and it adds growth to the, uh, to the earth, to the, to, the, to, the, to the trees. So all that mem, matar, all those mems. How do you know that rain has all these uh, benefits? Because as telameha, it's furrows of the ground. Rave, I mean the water. Saturates it. It saturates in waters. That's mashke umeravei right there. Nachet kedudeha birbibim. Temorigena semchat tevarech. Which means the word birbibim is what? The showers temorigena will soften the ground. So that means when you soften the ground, that's like fertilizing it. And what? The Pasuk says it fertilizes and it also softens the ground, just fertilizing. Simhat Tevarech. Simhat Tevarech meaning it causes growth. Tevarech causes growth. And then we have all the uh, all the items. Let's see that she will list them for us. 
תנמיה של ארץ ישראל, הפרוס של ארץ ישראל, רבה, נאחד גדודיה כאשר ברביבים תמוגגנה, which means, רבה, which is saturated ground, הרי משקה ומרווה, תמוגגנה, it's often ground, הרי מזבל, מעדן וממשיך את הפירות, the luster and the growth of the פירות, נפקא משמחה תברך, so therefore the person is referring to all the different qualities that the rain has on the ground. אמר רבי אלעזר, מזבח, why do you call him מזבח המזבח? מזבח זה אוטר, so it says, מזיח, What would Maziyah? Right, literally Maziyah means it dislodges Avonot. Guy has Avon, right? What does the Mizbeah do? It dislodges the Avonot. It takes the Avonot away. So it's Maziyah. Umizin, it satiates, gives Parnassah. Mechabib, it endears, I guess, between God and the person. Umechaper, and it brings atonement. So the Gevara says, Hainu mechaper, hainu meziyah. It's the same thing. Dislodging sin and kapara is the same thing. Kabara said, no. Maziyah gezerot. It dislodges bad decrees. Umechaper avonot. How does the mezbeyah do that? By bringing korbanot on the mezbeyah. So the korban has the ability to uproot bad decrees and mechaper also for avonot. That's why it's called mezbeyah. Because it has these memzayin, right? Meziyah, mezin, has the memzayin. ואמר רב חנא בגדד טאה, רב חנא בגדד צד, תמרה, when it comes to dates, משחנן, it warms a person up, רשי שזה מחממות, cause the body to become hot, מסבען, it satiates the body, dates, משלשלן, it causes the person to have a loose stool, מאשרן, מאשרן, it gives a person strength, it doesn't cause a person to become a istenis. Which you know when a person eats sweet foods and good foods, he becomes spoiled and finicky. He can only eat now sweet foods. No, eating dates is not going to cause you. Don't get addicted to them. So comes the Gemara and says, Amar Rav, Rav said, Achal temarim al yore. A guy eats dates, do not say psak halacha. Because dates have the ability to give a person like an inebriated feeling. It's like it's like drinking something that's alcohol. So dates also very strong. So you have to not give a halachot right after you because when you're giving halachot, you have to have clear mind. So it says al yore. Okay, do not give. She says shumoraa lefish toled darto keshikor. His mind becomes like a drunkard when he eats dates. Metive. Kabbalah's question. Kabbalah's question is like this. Temarim when it comes to dates. Shaharit ve'arbit yafot. It's good to have them in the morning, shaharit, and also in arbit. As she says, I'm sorry, b'mincha ra'ot. But in mincha time, in the afternoon time, no good. Then it says, b'tsahoraim en kemotam. But in the afternoon, there's nothing like them. U'mibatelot shiloshadevarim. And the dates have the ability to uproot three different things. Number one, machshabot, machshabara'a. Bad thoughts. V'choli me'ayim. It gets rid of intestinal problems. V'tachtoniyot. And it gets rid of hemorrhoids. Mi'amrinan. Oh, sorry, so let's stop. Let's read the sheet first. Shaharit v'armit yafot. Klalad milta. What do you see about the dates, bottom line? Le'achar akhila yafot. After you eat, dates are good. In shaharit, you used to eat breakfast. But shaharit. 
So shalit arkan shabne adam bepat shalit kadam adam mekabel arbit aharachida. So always after a meal, and arbit they also would eat. So therefore, after breakfast dates are good. After dinner dates are good. Next Rashi. Bemenharaot shen kodem achida. In the olden days, you used to sleep in the afternoon. So when you get up from your afternoon nap, dates are not good because you didn't eat. But sa'urai next Rashi. Laachar sa'uda shachav sa'ba after each afternoon meal. Again, there's nothing better than them. Entemotam. Which is the dates that a guy eats after lunch is better than the one that eats even in Arabic. In the afternoon, if he has to go to the bathroom after he has the dates, he'll go because it's light outside. But shaking at night, if he eats dates, he has to go outside, it's dark. So he's going to refrain himself from going to the bathroom. So there's no better time to eat the dates than what? The afternoon. Now, and what are you saying over here? You're telling us over here. Right, but Saurayim, he told me there's nothing, uh, nothing like them. Mm-hmm. So the Gemara says, "Mi amrina and de lo malu." So the Gemara's master over here that uh, you're telling me what above. You told me the dates what a person eats dates al yure. Okay, then you told me also it warms the person, it satiates the person, it causes him shilshul, and it gives him strength, and the person does not become uh, addicted to it. Mm. So what's the Gemara's question? You told me in shaharit, in arbit, it's good, because after a meal. Menha, no good, because she didn't eat yet. Tzaurayim is great, and it's mevatel, three items. It's mevatel, machshava, and all these things over here. But now you're telling me that al why shouldn't you give a psaqa? They're so good, they have so many beneficial things to it. Why when a guy eats it, he should not say halachot? Kabbalah says, Did I tell you that it's not not good? It is beneficial. However, But bottom line, when you eat them, you become preoccupied. Your mind becomes a little uh, dizzy, we'll say, from the timarim, and therefore you can give halachot. I mean, there's no contradiction. They're good for you, but uh, it causes a person to be like a little shikor. Therefore, you cannot give uh, alakot. It's no different than wine. The amar mor has The person drinks the eighth of wine, a couple, three ounces of wine, let's say. Already, he shouldn't say halakot. Uh, Depends when you eat them. If you eat them on an empty stomach before you have your bread, then they're intoxicating. Then already don't give halachot. However, if you eat it after bread, okay, after bread on a full stomach. Full stomach, so therefore the date's not going to cause this dizziness. There was no problem. My mother told me, in fact, she explained this was his nurse, because Abaye was a yatom. So he says, my mother, my, my nurse told me, when a guy eats dates, before he has his bread, it's like a axe to a palm tree. An axe to a palm tree is destructive. So what does the axe do to the palm tree? It breaks it down. Eating dates before the meal, destructive. Oh, but after the meal, after bread, ki avra ledasha. It's like the um, the threshold in front of the door. Dashi, ki avra ledasha, mahzikot etaguf. It strengthens the body, kiberiyah etadelit. Just like the lock, the bolt holds the door. So therefore, a guy eats the dates after. It's like this. 
So the Gemara says, Dasha, now the word Dasha, Dasha is a door. Where did they get the word in Aramaic, Dasha, to mean a door? So the Gemara says, Amar Abad, Derech Sham. Derech Sham, the path is there. People always walk back and forth in the door, out the door. So they call it Dasha, Derech Sham. Darga, Darga is a ladder. Why do they call a ladder a Darga? Amar Abad, Derech Gag. Because it's the way to go to the roof. Yeah, How do you get to the roof? Use a ladder. So they call it a darga. Darga, derech, gag. It's a contraction. Puriya. Puriya is a bed. Why do they call it a bed of Puriya? Oh. Amar of Papa. Sheparin veravin ale. Because they have Puriya veravin on the bed. You produce, you reproduce. So Puriya, Puriya veravin. Amar of Nahman bar Yitzhak. Af anu nomar. Once already giving the words, you can also add to the list. Ailonit. What should we say? Ailonit is a lady that uh, cannot have children, correct? Yes. Why do they call her Ailonit? Ailonit really, in, in Hebrew, there's a word ayin. What's an ayin? Ail is a ram. And therefore, the reason why they call her a, 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 a ram, because a ram is the male, correct? How do you say ram in Hebrew? Ail is dechar. De, in Aramaic, is dechar. Dechar is like a zakhar. Zakhar is not for, is not, uh, doesn't have the children. The man, the man, the female has the children. So they call her an ailonit, it's like calling her dukhranit. Dukhranit is like she's a female that has male, meaning she cannot reproduce. They know yalda. So ailonit is really dukhranit, and that's why they call her. She says, af anu nomar. Af anu nidrosh tashemot. Ma lashon ailonit shikaru hakamim li shashiran uyal eled. Dukhranit. Lashon ail. Tamin de metargimina dekhar. Harry, I'll share no, you're the. 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 I